0: The sheer Tanya for Vav odersheni in a Beres, that is the sixth day of odersheni in a leap year. So the Alter Rebbe is continuing to explain the importance of the mitzvah of the La Soisoy, and he brought down the Zohar, in which the Zohar states that um, in order to keep the uh, Shekhinah, which is, the, uh, which is on the top of the person's head, from the Zoyar, that in order to keep that uh, fire, uh, to keep the presence, to keep the Shekhinah on top of the person, uh, it needs oil. The person's body is considered to be the wick. The um, Shekhinah is the flame, is the light which is on top of the person. And how do we hold the flame to the person? It needs oil, which is the ma'isim toivim, those are the good deeds, those are the mitzvahs. The will explain that it is the mitzvahs begashmis later on that is the physical mitzvahs. Not enough the machsov and dibur, but to really accomplish that connection to Hashem, is to do the mitzvahs begashmis, and also that involves the nefesh abahamis and the guf, and that is the way to contain and have the, be the oil, the light, for the, uh, for the fire for the shechina. So basically, to keep the shechina, the person he needs, the maizim tovim, he needs the mitzvahs begashmis. Dal Tarebbe will explain that notwithstanding the fact that the neshama comes from a very high place and it is very uh, it's very holy, but yet it is still not totally and fully subjugated in its existence to Hashem, he is still in his metzias he still in his existence it, he is a person that loves Hashem he is a person that fears Hashem, or the neshama is such that the neshama fears and loves Hashem, but it's still Hashem and the Neshama are two separates. It's one feeling the other. But the real way to connect to Hashem is through the mitzvahs of Maizim Toivim, which are the direct uh, will of Hashem. They actually contain within themselves the ultimate and the essence of Hashem in these mitzvahs. And that's why those mitzvahs create that connection, create that fuel that is necessary to keep the Shekhinah uh, on top of the person. And as al will explain later on, especially when we talk about uh, mitzvahs ma'isies, that the mitzvahs that are done with the body, not just with one's with the two upper uh, levels of one's levushim, which is the thought and speech, but especially when it comes down to the level of action. Mitzvahs ma'isies, that is particularly that involves the body in the goof that holds the uh, oil, the, that is the oil that holds the uh and connects it with the person. And the al is going to explain over here that uh, in order, just like physically we see the metaphor from the physical way, we need oil to keep the flame burning and the reason why we need oil, the wick itself will quickly burn out because the wick is not uh, really something which is can be fully consumed and it's not really a fuel. It's something, but it quickly goes out, but it's not something that is transforms itself into the fuel. In order to have the light work for a while, it needs to be such a kind of a fuel, it needs to be burning, not a wick, but it needs to be burning oil. The oil transforms itself and turns into the fire, which lights. So therefore, the metaphor for this is, in order to uh, be able to connect to Hashem, the oil needs to be of such an item, which can totally be transformed and connected to Hashem. The soul itself isn't yet fully uh, as Dr. Rebbe will explain, is not yet at the level that it can totally be uh, transformed into the uh, spirituality, into the Shekhinah, because it's still a yesh, it's still an existence by itself, and therefore it's the mitzvahs, the mitzvahs are totally subjugated and there is no existence but Hashem's existence that's why they are the fuel that can be transformed into keeping the light on the top of the person, which means to bring the shchinah down to the person, as we'll learn, Bariches in this perech. So let's look inside now. Bihinei, Be'ur, Mashul, ze, and behold, to explain this previous mentioned Mashul, the example, that it's brought down that a wick has oil and it needs, a wick has a flame, but the flame to keep it with the wick requires a fuel. And that fuel is the So the Zohar says That the, he equates the light of the divine to the light of a, a candle uh, to the flame of a candle It will not light and stay and stick and hold on to the wick have there not be oil Meaning it doesn't hold without oil means it can burn a little bit but it will just go out quickly as Dal will explain Likewise, the cannot rest, dwell on the body of the human, which has been equated to a wick. So, how does the physical body, the Gufa Odom, retain and hold on the Shechinah to the physical body? That only takes place through the good deeds that the person does. That serves as an oil to the um, to the flame, to the Shekhinah, so it can stick to the wick. adds, So it's not sufficient, in other words, that the oil should come just from the mere fact that the person has a soul. So the soul should be uh, the one, should be the fuel that will connect the Shekhinah to the body. It works because the person has a neshama, has a soul. Uh, the soul she likes mimal that's a portion of above. So and that portion of above is dressed up in the Yunis in the in the in the body. It's it's in the body of the person. So we're saying that it's not sufficient for that neshama to be the intermediary, to be the fuel, Liashika elipsila, so that it should be the oil for the wick. Uh, the wick is the body, so the soul which is dressed up in the, in the in the wick should be the connecting factor, should be the fuel for the wick for the body to connect it to the Hashem. Why don't we say that that is, that is the case? So, the Altareb is going to explain over here that the fuel needs to be at such a level in order to be a, pure, a proper fuel it needs to be in such a level that it can be uh, totally transformed and become part of the ish, uh, become part of the fire. And therefore, the void will move on the maskil. So, Dalterebe says this is explained and it's understood to everyone that has understanding uh, to understand the following idea why. It is necessary for actually the mysim to even for good deeds for mitzvahs to keep the shekhinah connected to the body, and the soul can't do that because the soul, no matter how high it is, it still has its limitation that it's a created being and it is in existence and it's not totally nullified before Hashem and it cannot serve as a proper fuel. For the soul of man, even if he should be a complete righteous person, one who worships, serves Hashem with fear, and loves Hashem with pleasure. So he serves Hashem with, with fear and with love. And not just love, a love, a delightful love, which means that he can sense in his love a real pleasure, and a real delight, which is a very great level, and that means that this person is a great tzaddik, and that means that his soul comes from a very high place, and yet, notwithstanding his greatness, still, his soul is not totally nullified to the extent that it's a non-existence, a total non-existence, which means to be subjugated and to be included in the light of Hashem Mamish. Uh, to be one and united in a total union uh, with Hashem. The neshama is still an entity, it is not totally bottled. Even the neshama of such a person who is a tzaddik gomor, a complete tzaddik who serves with fear and with love of the But the reality is, he's still an independent a matter, he's an item by himself, he's an independent entity. He is, he loves Hashem, he fears Hashem, he loves Him, but he's still an entity that loves and fears Hashem. So that is why the fuel, to say that the neshama can be the fuel, can be the connecting piece between the shechina with the human, with the body, with the person that's not possible for the neshama to accomplish because the neshama doesn't have that connection is not at that level and is not able to connect the shechina to the body as opposed to the mitzvahs the commandments and the good deeds Those are Hashem's will. Hashem wants a person to do them. So, since they are Hashem's will, uh, we're going to see that these are not just ordinary wills from the Hashem, but rather this is the inner, the Pnimi Sarotzin from Hashem. The Rebbe is going to explain now that there's two levels so to speak, in the rotsin of Hashem and the will of Hashem. Everything that's in this world, Hashem wants. If Hashem didn't want it, it wouldn't exist. It wouldn't exist. So what do we mean when we say that when you're doing a mitzvah, you're doing the will of Hashem? Uh, and, and that way we are sort of uh, fulfilling Hashem's will, but everything is Hashem's will. And Al-Tareb is going to explain that there is the pnimis ratzin and the chiton ratzin that the primisarotsen means the innerotsen, that's the, the idea, this is what the person really wants. And because when a person wants something really, then there's other wants along the way that need to come to fruition in order to get the ultimate want. If a person wants to earn money in order to spend the money for his family, so he, 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 he wants to have a job, he wants to be successful, he wants to make money, and then the money will be used for what he really wants to. So really, at the end of the day, the Pnimi Yisarotzin the, is the money that he gets that he can use for the family. That's what he really wants. But already, along the way, he wants other things, and those are the things that are called the Chitsoin Yisarotzin. So the world, in its existence, is the Chitsoin of the Rotzin of Hashem, uh, and the Torah mitzvahs, the Maisim Toivim, the mitzvahs, those are Pnimi Yisarotzin. So, the al Rebbe writes like this, So, the truth is that the blessed will of Hashem is actually the source of all living things. Uh, It's the source of life for all the oilamists, for all the worlds, and for all the creations in the world. So, everything comes from Hashem's and And that's the way they exist. But, the way it comes down is <speaking in Hebrew> It descends upon them to them, it descends to them through many contractions, the <speaking in Hebrew> and the hiding of the face, <speaking in Hebrew> of Hashem's bless of the will of the blessed will of Hashem. And which means that is not the inner will the Pnim in the face of Hashem would mean the inner will, but that's a hidden will of Hashem. Uh, meaning, as I explained before, as I mentioned before, that He doesn't really want them for their own independent value that they are needed, that they are wanted. It doesn't want them. It's only, it's through many contractions and many Tsim uh, uh, that they come into existence in order to fulfill what he really wants. And they come through, through these many contractions, and descending of all these levels. So that they can be created in a way of existence from nothing. And to be independent by themselves. So as not to be uh, nullified and not, to, into non-existence. They would be, become non-existent. So, what Hashem does in order to uh, to have them be separate entities, the older world, it goes through these uh, great simtsumim. Now, because it goes through the great simtsumim, uh, that's why they cannot serve anymore as a fuel, because they become and they are not as Shem's real wish that he really wants, and therefore uh all these simtsumim and all this hester ponim takes place, and they're brought into being now Shem wants them only, and the reason he needs them is because he wants to place the person in this world and for him to overcome these obstacles, so he creates this whole uh Say the Rishtausulus, all of the worlds, in order for the human being to come down into this world. But the point that we're trying to say over here is that all this, uh, all the worlds are not completely They're In their essence of their existence, they are not subjugated to Hashem, but rather they are an existent and they are a yesh, they're created in a way of yesh mi'ayin that they feel themselves. As entities, Kaniskar uh, as mentioned earlier, the Alter references in Perikyut, Kiyud Chofal So this is why they are chitzaynusarot, and that's why the worlds themselves uh, lack the true uh, subjugation, and they cannot serve nothing. They're not in the uh, uh, able to become. Uh, the uh, vehicle through which Hashem connects to the world through through the world itself, but through to the goof. As opposed to Mash Enke and as opposed to the mitzvus, The mitzvimisrit They are Hashem's inner will. And they're Hashem in his will. Over there there is no hiding of Hashem's face. There is direct wish of Hashem is for a year to do this mitzvus. And this is what Hashem wants, and this is His inner will, because that's the ultimately, that's the purpose of all the creation, is that He should do the mitzvah. So it comes out, when we do the mitzvah, there's no blockage over there, there's no timtum there's no there, there's no concealment, there's no contraction, there's no restrictions there. This is Hashem's will. This is what Hashem wants. Is Therefore, so the energy that you put into doing a mitzvah that is the act of a mitzvah when you do a mitzvah that energy, that vitality is not a dover nifra that is not a separate entity at all because that is directly connected but that is united and it's included in Hashem's blessed will and they are united, actually Mamas united with a total unity. And that's why, because the mitzvahs are so connected. Now as they are now. The world, the way it's perceived now, is not connected in a way that it's totally bottled. Because it's a yesh and it already feels itself for an existence. But because the mitzvahs have no a concealment, and they are directly the will of Hashem, that's why they are the ones that can be used as fuels, as the connecting factor, that they can connect the uh, Shekhinah, the Divine, together with the Guf, together with the Psilo. And then further on we're going to learn, al Rebbe is going to explain that in order to accomplish this Shekhinah, to be connected, it's not just through all mitzvahs, it's not, but it's primarily, and it's most, uh, mostly accomplished through the level of mitzvahs that come down in Maisa mitzvahs in the actual act that is done with Gashmis which involves the Nefesh Yunis, it involves the Gouf, and that is the way to really bring down the in, uh into this world to become a Dira as we will learn later on. The Altar Rebbe is explaining in this Patek the Maila the advantage of mitzvahs, of the mitzvahs as they're done in action. And he quoted previously from the Zohar that in order to uh, keep the Shekhinah uh, al-Roshay, as we said, that he has the Shekhinah, is al-Roshay, on the head of the person, on the body of the person, which is considered, and it's equated to a pisilla, to a wick, and the shechina is the flame, and in order to keep it together, it requires the oil to uh, provide the fuel for the fire to stay connected to the wick. And that oil is the mitzvah, is the ma'isim tevim that we do. And the Altareba explained that the Nishama in itself, in the previous... Uh, Peace. The Altarebbe explained that the Neshama itself, notwithstanding its uh, greatness and its connection to Hashem, even the greatest tzaddik is still in a level of a yesh, whereas the maizah, mitzvah, har, the totally betel, to Hashem, and that's why it's the mitzvahs that can provide the fuel, that can provide the connection from the shekhinah to the guf, through the mitzvahs, because the mitzvahs have the total total self-negation today's shir, the Altarebbe is going to explain that when we say, why is it necessary to uh, have the total bittle the total self-negation of lack of self in order to have the Shekhinah rest over there. So the al will explain what it means, the resting of the Shekhinah, when we will see what the meaning of the resting of the Shekhinah is, that the resting of the Shina as opposed to the Shekhinah being there. Shekhinah is everywhere. So that's not what the Kiddush, when we're trying to say that the Shekhinah should connect with the person that uh, it should be on his head, anar in alerashin as the zohar says, so it should be on top of the person. Says the Shekhinah we're not talking about that the Shekhinah should just be there because it is we're talking in a way of Hashroah Hashroah means that the uh, person, uh, that the item in which it's resting on is totally uh, subjugated to Hashem Subjugated to Hashem means that there's a recognition of lack of total self, that there is no self over there. Uh, somebody, if there is uh, somewhat of the person's self left over, left over there, then that's not really a true vehicle, that's not really a true place where Hashem rests. Hashem only rests in something which is totally uh, subjugated to Hashem. And that's what we're going to learn in today's shir, uh, to say that it's Tavkid the Mitzvahs uh, that have that power to bring about the Hashros Hashkina because the nature of Mitzvahs is that they are totally subjugated to Hashem. The Altar Rebbe says, and behold, in What is the idea when we say that the Shekina, the Divine, rests? Divine rest means not that Hashem is there. It means, That is the revelation. Resting there means that Hashem is revealed. His blessed godliness, is revealed over there. And the blessed light of the the infinite, in some matter. That means, If in a certain matter there is a revelation, now the key here is that it's revealed over there. Revealed means that the item in which it's revealed recognizes and absorbs it and senses it. And not that it's just there. Hashem is naturally there everywhere. But we're talking about Hashros Hashchina, meaning that Hashem is accepted there in a revealed way. And therefore, for a place to serve as a vehicle for Hashem revelation, it must be totally subjugated to Hashem. That's where Hashem is revealed, because that means that Hashem is there and not you are there. Because as long as there is one self, that means that you are not fully revealing Hashem, because you're there. That is the Seid al "Say says, that that matter, in which Hashem reveals Himself, he is included in that light of Hashem. In other words, He doesn't remain independent, He is not an item, which is an item, and the Sof and Him are separate. He becomes included in the Sof. And He is totally negated of His essence, of His existence, totally to Hashem, to the Ein that is when in it in that item rests and is revealed Hashem one the one Hashem that means when it's bottled and it's a non-entity and it's totally bottled but any item which is not completely subjugated and nullified before Hashem totally so then the light of Hashem doesn't rest, meaning it doesn't reveal itself in him, because there is something else then there is the ones his own self is there and this would include Al that says even the greatest tzaddik is still has himself doesn't become totally subjugated and totally nullified in existence before Hashem, and therefore, without Torah and Mitzvahs, which are totally nullified, they cannot serve alone as a vehicle for Hashem's presence to be revealed. Because the Neshama itself, notwithstanding the great service of the Tzaddik, is still a Mitzvahs, the Af Tzaddik Gomur, and even a complete Tzaddik who connects to Hashem with a great love which is a great level of service to Hashem and he has reached the high madrege. but yet one cannot say that they have totally uh, are able to grasp fully and truthfully totally uh, become subjugated to that idea and they're subjugated to totally lack of their existence in the unity of Hashem. Previously, in the previous parakim, dal explained that through the meditation that the person has, he becomes a vehicle to Hashem because by his recognition the true Yichud and the munas Hashem and the belief in Hashem a belief in Hashem means not in the existence of God but in the existence as Leis Machshove Tvisa Be'Klal that Einoid Milvadeh there is nothing besides Hashem, he sort of brings this down into himself and he's subjugated, that becomes a. Achtoinim, now the Altar Rebbe says no that in essence, yes, that's different level as we spoke about over there, but in essence and truthfully, the person cannot fully subjugate himself in this knowledge, in this idea of knowing that, Hashem is in essence everything and there's nothing besides Hashem because the person doesn't have the full capacity in his mind to be able to comprehend this it's uncomprehendable to the human mind no matter what great tzaddik as great as the tzaddik he is, is and is serving Hashem he still can't comprehend it to the fullest capacity and to the truth the way it really is since he cannot understand it so then his understanding and his level remains still as a yesh since he's being a yesh, he is not really, in essence, a vehicle to Hashem, and it needs the meisim tovim. The Alter says, "Since hadeleis machshava tviso beklal beemes, truthfully, a one's thought cannot really grab Hashem." Ki Hashem elikim emes, because the true meaning of Hashem elikim emes, that Hashem elikim. That the, all the Chudai law, that all of the Hashem's unity is really true, the Hashem's unity and Hashem's oneness, that Hu, the F is below the Mamish, and Mamish actually there is nothing besides Hashem. As we learned earlier in Perich that it's totally non existent, of everything, it's impossible for him to grasp. So, although we said before, that's his avoidance, that would bring him simcha, and that makes him a, knowing that he becomes a vehicle to Hashem, the Altarebbe explains now that that's not sufficient, because he cannot really fully grasp it. The im came, and therefore, so this person, who to his limited capacity, but he does the best at the highest level that he was able to reach, Zeho, so the one that loves, the tzaddik, that loves Hashem, shuhu yesh, which is still in existence because he hasn't totally subjugated because it's not possible and he's not nothing but he is in existence so then his thought so now since he is limited by his capacity and therefore he is not truly uh uh Bottle, and in turn, he cannot become a uh, totally nullified. Uh, so he has no real grasp in Hashem at all. At the end of the day, and since he's not bottle, and he's not uh, uh, totally but uh, Hashem, so then the light of Hashem does not rest and reveal Himself in him, because revealed means, as we said before, that he is non existent and here we're talking of existence. So how do we become a vehicle? Oh, for that we need the Meisim Elo. But for this, but rather through the persons observing of the mitzvahs and They are Hashem's will and they are Hashem's wisdom. His blessed will and wisdom actually without anything blocking it. A mitzvah, when you do a mitzvah, that energy of that mitzvah, the investment in doing the mitzvah, this is Hashem's will, which is totally bottled to Hashem. As we said before, that this is the pnimius of Hashem's rotzin. before, it's not the achorayim, it's not hidden, it's not blocked, it's openly Hashem's rotzin. In that rotzin, Hashem himself rests in the mitzvah. So when you do a mitzvah, when you do a mitzvah, unlike when you reach a level in your neshama, which is the highest level, you remain a yesh, doing the mitzvah is your total subjugation. At that time, that mitzvah, you are totally subjugated to Hashem. And the Rebbe explains now... uh, of uh, the brings down the Chasam Shemayti, Olav in the Halgoa, as I've heard from my teacher. Peace unto him. That's the Magid of Mizrich. Perush v'Tam le'Mashe Kosu be'itzchayim, an explanation and a reason for this that it says in the Itzchayim. Over there, Itzchayim it says she'oyir in baruchu, that the blessed light of the Ein Sof, blessed be he of the Ein Sof, Ainu Misyachet, it does not unite Afilu Ba'Olam even in the world of Atsilus. a world of A'Azillus being the first and the most elevated of the first Olamois, of the four spiritual worlds. So in the level of the Olam Atsilus, the Einoi Sov doesn't unite there. Elo, only by first dressing up in the level of Chochmah, of Chochmah da Atzilus, and after it dresses up in Chochmah da then it can unite with the rest of Atzilus. But directly, the Yitzchayim says, from uh, the Ein Sov to connect with the rest of the spheres and the rest of Atzilus, that cannot take place uh, without the intermediary of the uh, level of in a way we're saying here that the Ein Sof to connect to the world, uh, to the person cannot be only through the sheman only through the teuvim, only through the mitzvahs that the only thing that connects them is the mitzvahs so the Altarebbe says that this is similar to the explanation like I heard the explanation from my teacher that in Atsilus Ein Sof cannot come down unless it first dresses up in the level of chokhmah so why? so the, my teacher the Mizritch, explains as the Altarebbe is Because when we talk about the blessed of the Ein Sof, He, that Ein Sof, is the one truth. The one truth, the one truth cannot come down in something which is not one, which is not totally butler. What is the echad That means that he is alone and there's nothing else besides him. That is the Ein Sof. That is Ein Sof. So, in order for the Ein Sof to come down, it cannot come down because the rest of At is not in the level, uh, not little, not totally, but the Mtsiyus. This is Chokhma. Chokhma is the level of recognition that there is nothing besides Hashem. That's why the Chokhmah is the vehicle of to take the light of the Ein Sof and to bring it down into the level of Atsilus and this is a another, another whole subject matter but what is important to us is to realize that the same idea, in order to get the ein sof to rest on the neshama, on the body of the person, in the uh, person, it can only come through the mitzvahs because the mitzvahs are bottled to Hashem, just as chokhmah is bottled Hashem, and that's why they are the only intermediary through which the uh, ein Sov can come to Atsilus. And by extension, that even the Tzadigomor, we can uh, perhaps uh, extend it to the idea that even the Tzadigomor, whose neshama is a neshama of Atsilus can't get that in soft light <coughs> without Tzfiris HaChochmah, which is represented, Chochmoser which is the mitzvah of HaKadosh Baruch, which is that level of Chachma. And that's why uh, it's necessary for the shemen for that oil to bring down the Ashros HaShchina to be the Gilu HaShchina we need the idea of Mitzvahs. So from the perspective of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, in what does HaKadosh Baruch Hu rest? It's in the Torah of Mitzvahs. But now the Alte is going to explain how it comes down to the body, to the Pisilah. How is the wick, how is the person's body receiving that level of Ashros Hashkina? And the Alter Rebbe is going to speak about the three different levushim that the person uses, the garments that the person uses to perform the Torah mitzvah, so that the maisim toivim, the fuel, the Ashros HaShchina will come down on his body how do, which part of the body did they come down through? So they come down through machshava Dibur, and Maise. And the Alta is going to speak that namely, that there is a difference between the way they come down in the machshava and Dibur, which is mainly affects the Nefesh Elikis, and the way it comes down into the body, into the Piscilah, into the actual body, body, which is the Mitzvah's Maise. Because when the person studies Torah, and he uh, speaks Torah, he learns it with his thought and his speech. And that, in that case he is affecting, his mostly his soul is invested in it. It's his power of thought and his power of speech which are closer and more spiritual uh, to the level of the soul. But when the person does the mitzvah on the maiseh, so then he brings down the hashros, hashchina, actually into the physical act, because the physical act requires the person's body that he is to be used uh, in order to do the mitzvah. More so than to do the mitzvah when it's only the study of Torah and the study of uh, speak of Torah or, or studying Machshava and dibur, as we'll learn inside. When a person is occupied with the study of Torah, then Azai, nishmos, so his soul,, which is his godly soul. Only with its two inner garments. The godly soul, meaning the intellect of the soul of itself, because the the moichin of the soul of the Nefesh kiss those are the ones that understand Torah. And it uses also the two garments of the Nefesh kiss the inner garments, which is Shem Koyach Hadiburu machshava which is the power of speech and thought, because when he talks and he uh, thinks about Torah, those are engaged and those are used at the time of, of the person studying Torah. And when he does that, they are included, because they become the vehicle, they are the... They are included in the and then they are united with a total complete unity. And that would be the that is the resting of the Shekhinah on his godly soul. Because the garments over here and the koiches are the nefeshdike garments and the nefeshdike koiches. So the neshama, the nafshalikis is included. Kemayim Hazal as the sages tell us in Ovis Perigimel Mishnah Vav, Shafi'i leecho, Ch'yeshe ve'esik ba'torah, Shekhin It says that one person sitting and learning Torah, the divine is with him. Which means that the divine rests on his godly soul. And the two garments of the godly soul are activated and they are involved his thought and his speech. Those are the inner, those are the inner garments of the powers of the soul which are closer to the soul. But that doesn't help it so much for the pisillo or doesn't help it for the pisillo for the body. But in order to extend the light and the shine of the Divine also on His body and His animal soul. So not only to involve the Neshama, but also the body and also the Animal soul shehi hachiyunis, which is also the soul that gives him life mamish, which is dressed up in its body mamish to give him life. That is the life of the whole body comes through the nefesh abahamis and So, in order to achieve that. So then it's necessary to fulfill the Gash actions which are done actually through the body. Not through spiritual thought and speech which are spiritual but to do physical acts. So then the power of the... the actual power of the body is involved in doing this mitzvah. If the person does a mitzvah, he puts on the tefillin or builds uh, a sukkah, shakes the lulav, whatever the person does, his physical body is invested in it. In this case, we don't separate, it's not the spiritual... Powers of Maise, of the Nefesh El that is doing it. It is his physical body is doing it. And then it's the physical body, Nichlal and Nefesh Havaye, in the light of Hashem, Uritzoin and Hashem's will, and is united with him in total unity. The who. And that power of the body is, that is the third garment, Levush HaShlishi That is the third garment of the godly soul. So what it mean, really means is that the other two garments of Machshave and Dibur, we can sort of separate and say that what's functioning here is the thought and the uh, speech of the Nefesh alikis? Now, it seems like this. Even though the thought is dressed up in the person's brain, which is the person's body, which is also receives vitality from the Nefesh HaChiyunis, and certainly the speech also, when the person speaks, it's his physical mouth that is speaking. He has the physical Chayis that is speaking. And, but that is a connection that Hashem sort of has put together, that the person's machshav and dibur, the Hashem has put together with the power of Hashem's wonder, as the Rebbe, looks like the Rebbe is addressing this in the Haorah, that is they wish to put together the neshama with the goof. that everything is together, that the... Function of the machshove and the dibur of the nefesh alikis functions through the nefesh habahamis, but the connection over there isn't a functional connection, but it's just putting things together. This is the way it works. So technically, it's the machshove and the dibur of the of the nefesh alikis. So because of that connection. And it's it doesn't really uh, it doesn't really uh, elevate or bring it into the uh, into the nefeshach yunis and abamis but al explains but when we, we talk about the maizeh which is that is the third garment because who is doing it it's the nefeshalikis garment but he has to do it through the So then also the power, the life that gives power to his life, which is merale Noyga. is turned around from bad to good. And it's included actually in Kedusha. Like the godly soul itself. So why? Because he, he, he he means who? Who does the mitzvah? The body does the mitzvah. The nefeshachiyunis does the mitzvah because Yunik is the power. That mitzvah is doing it with the maizah. The maizah, the power of action of the neshama is only a spiritual power. But in order to have that spiritual power do, it dresses up in uh, in the Gashmis, and makes the hand move, which is, gets his Vital from the Chayunis. That means that it affects the, the Nefesh abahamis and the Achai, and, 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 and the goof in a very direct way. Different than it does when it does the Koyach HaMachshove and Koyach HaDibur. Koyach HaMachshove and Koyach HaDibur are connected, but it's not the effect they're doing. Using is using Machshove and Dibur of the Nefesh HaLikis. But here, because he has to do, doing by definition involves the Gashmis. He can't do it spiritually. Machshob and Dibur are finer levels. He can do it with the Machshob and Dibur of the Nefesh which is also connected. I, I'm not sure, but I think this is what the Rebbe in the order that's brought down over here is, 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 is heading is, 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 is means but it needs to uh, be looked further. But Al-Koponim what the Al-Tareb does say for sure that there is a difference between the garments of Mahshad and Dibur which involve mainly the Nefeshelikis the Al-Tareb does use the word mainly they're the Nefeshelikis. Whereas the level of the third garment of Maise involves the action of the person. As the Al-Tareb explains Shebilo because without the power of the nefeshach yuni baguf She could not work, she could not do the work at all in the body. And maybe on a level the machshove and the dibur of the neshama, there could be conceivably machshove and dibur which is bachlaum connected to the guf. It's all machshove and dibur. It's, it's all Machshove and Dibur. Again, Machshove more so. I don't know exactly how Dibur. But in the case of the uh, of the Baiseh, you cannot affect the action of the Guf Klau. Ki Ruch ma Vaguf kashmi Because the kiss is spiritual and the body is a physical and materialistic. Ba <speaking> bin <Hebrew> And what is the intermediary that connects the that is the animal that the life the animal vitality in the soul which gives life the physical life to the person which is dressed up in the blood of the person which is in his heart and then expands through the whole body. That becomes the vehicle the intermediary to which the person affects. So therefore the person cannot affect do doing his action. Actions requires a connection to the gashmis, uh, and to f- do a mitzvah a where the mitzvahs it seems like again machshav and dibur are connected in a mafli lasisnik way, but not in a way that Hashem uh, creates it still needs to be looked into to explain exactly the chlukim over here but that's uh, enough for now in uh, previously the Altarebbe explained that when a person uh, does a mitzvah a mitzvah a mitzvah and since the nefesh alikis cannot do the act without the involvement and through the medium of the nefesh hachiyunis and the goof, the nefesh hachiyunis, nefesh abhamis, and the goof, because the mitzvah has to be done physically, and the energy, the physical energy of the movement of the hand, or the act that the hand does, etc., and the mitzvah smaissiyus has to involve the physical body. And because of that, it turns out that the person is at that point through the mitzvah bringing down the Shechina because we say a mitzvah brings down the Shechina because of its direct connection to Hashem so he's actually bringing down the Shechina into the powers of his hand into the Nefesh Bahamis and into the body today now the Altareb is going to explain that not only does it come down in the body of the, in the part of the body which actually is involved in the performance of the mitzvah but in a more general way in a way that surrounds uh, the person there is a hashros, a there is a resting of the shekhinah in a level of a bechinah smakif which means in a surrounding way that means that not only does that body Part that is actually involved in the mitzvah become a dwelling place to Hashem because that is the part with which he performs the mitzvah but in addition to that the person draws down also a general uh, light which is above which stays in a hovering way above him in the way of Makif in the whole, uh, the whole body Because even though that the whole body of the person has not yet, and the the, the chayis of the person that is not doing the mitzvah, has technically not been transformed into Kedusha. Because Bayet, Sadiq, he chases out the nefesh abhamis and it's all transformed. There is no desire. Everything inside him has been transformed to Kedusha. And Mimele, the whole body is in a, a level of uh, a a place where Hashem can rest, uh, where there is no obstacle to Hashem. So there is the positive uh, act of the mitzvah, as he explained, the real level, the ultimate level of the Shekhinah, a shayra, comes within the mitzvah, But yet, there is also the level, as he said before, that the uh, person, when in his mind, and he contemplates uh, the unity of Hashem, the achdus of Hashem, he becomes a dirbet achtoinim for his nefesh alikis, so his godly soul. So, by a tzaddik, which only has basically the godly soul, uh, over there, there is still that level of uh, yichud, in the Nefesh al and becomes a dwelling place to Hashem. It's not the full level of bittel not the full level of Ashro Asashchina. But yet, we learned earlier in Tanya that it is still the idea of Ashro Asashchina in Adir B'takhtoni, through his uh, meditation and recognition on the unity of Ahdus HaBashem which he understands in his mind. So that is for the Nefesh kiss But that normally would not extend to the body itself because the whole body uh, and the Nefesh Yunis and the Nefesh Bahamis aren't participants. They are not engaged in that level that the Nefesh HaLikis is in, in doing the Diribit HaToynim. So it becomes dira B'takhtayim, it becomes an involvement of the Nefesh but it doesn't affect the person's body. And it seems, it would seem, that the fact that the person does a mitzvah with a part of his body, so that part becomes right now a, a vessel and a vehicle, a dira and it becomes an expression for where the manifestation of Hashem comes down in that part of the guf in addition to the nefesh alikis but the rest of one's goof, and the rest of one's nefesh abamis, they are still in the body doing their thing and the nefesh abamis throws in uh, thoughts to the person, so that's still active fully active that is contrary to the Asherah So, Now Rebbe will explain, though, since the act, the general act of the mitzvah, what the person generally accomplishes, not just the doing of the mitzvah, when he does the mitzvah, not so, that act basically uh, tells the Yetzer Hara, basically tells the Nefesh HaBahamis, and tells the Guf, I'm not listening to you because they would not want the person to do the mitzvah. They are an obstacle. And when the person chooses, by moyach shalit alalev, with his mind, he chooses not to listen to the nefesh habahamis and nefesh yunis, and he uses his goof. so he's in a general way uh, putting his wishes of the nefesh habahamis putting them at that point to sleep, so that they are not interfering, so even though they're in the body, but because he doesn't let them express themselves to oppose the act of the mitzvah, and the expression in the body is an expression of the mitzvah, at that function, through that, he is basically putting the nefesh Kis to sleep, the nefesh Bahamis I'm sorry, to sleep, And therefore, the person brings down, in a general way, the Ashros HaShchina in his whole body. It's not at the same level as the the part of his body that he does the mitzvah with, because that becomes Mamesh, a vehicle, through the mitzvah, but yet, in a general way, there is no more opposition of the Nefesh HaBahamis in an open way because he subdued him, because he's doing a mitzvah, he's not do- listening to the Nefesh HaBahamis, and he put him asleep, and therefore, now there's a shroz in general on the person's body, and that is brought about through the act of the mitzvah because the act of the mitzvah in addition to that becoming the vehicle there is a general mood of the person not to listen to the nefesh but to do what the nefesh of the wants and that is enough to take out the Nefesh is prevention of Ashroos HaShekhinah and allow for the Ashroos HaShekhinah to come in a general way. But it's not in a way, an inner way, as it's connected to the one who does the mitzvah to that part of the body that does the mitzvah there, it's in a pretty way. This is in a general way. And that is also why the language of the Zoyar in, in other places is alraye and shinnashariye akol meaning on top which means it's not a inner it's not the this is the additional light that takes place in the entire body of the person not in the specific uh area part that he does the mitzvah with let's learn inside now vaav V'Ats Muso. Although, the essence, the being, and the essence of his animal soul, which is in his heart, what is considered the essence of the person's heart? What is the essence of his being? That's, that is its bad emotions. Because when the person makes a vehicle through doing the mitzvah, uh, what he is uh, doing in the Gashmis, that's a koyach ha of the nefesh ha is participating in the act of doing the mitzvah, because in order to do the mitzvah, he uses his physical hand, he uses physical chais, he uses the level of the nefesh ha so he uses the expression of the levush of the maisa in this case, uh, to do the mitzvah, but he is not using the essence of the Nefesh abahamis, which is her bad midas that's part of her 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 being and uh, they themselves are not transformed because we're talking about a who who's not yet been included in his emotions in gedusha and that 's why the person has always negative thoughts and 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 and, and emotional uh, dealings for, that come from the Nefesh bahamis, which the person has to fight off all the time. And the reason is because they haven't transformed. So when he's doing a mitzvah, he's transforming one of the outer parts of the, that's the Levushim parts of the Nefesh HaBahamis, but he's not changing the essence of the Nefesh bahamis. It's Midaseroz. So it turns out that he's only becoming Asheroz in a very small area of the Nefesh Shabhamid, that in that, that part is doing the mitzvahs, but in general, he has not uh, changed anything of the Nefesh Shabhamid. But yet, Al explains that Mekomakim, nevertheless, Me'achar di is Kedusha, since the bad Midas are being subdued to Kedusha. Which means. At the point that, in order for him to do the mitzvah, he is subduing. He's actually subduing the essence of the uh, nefesh abamis because the nefesh abamis wants to express its bad midos in his act. He wants to do averis with his hands versus doing mitzvahs with the hands, and he is forcing and he's subduing them to the He Says no, I'm not listening to the midos the desires and the wants of the Nefesh bahamis, and I'm doing the Kedusha. <inaudible> and they, against their will, this expression of, they're forced to answer amen, which is a language that we use sometimes, uh, like the Malach, a bad Malach, he has to answer amen when he sees the Kedusha in the home, but the means they agree, not that they want to, not that they've changed, but they are forced to say Amen because the Nefeshali kiss and the person with his moyach is overpowering. Um, askimim, they agree. Um, isratim, and they are willing. They consent to doing the mitzvah. They consent, meaning. They're allowing for it to be done, because it is done. <speaking in Hebrew> Through the overpowering uh, powers of the soul, of the godly soul that's in the mind, <speaking> in <Hebrew> which controls the my, the heart, which we know that at the end of the day, the nefesh alikis has the additional power to overcome the Nefesh HaBaham is because the Moya says, do this, even though the person's heart says, don't do this. So, they say, don't do this, and they say, okay, don't do this, but they say, we're going to do it anyways. So, they're going to do what the Nefesh HaBaham wants to do. So, since in order to do the mitzvah, he has to overcome and subdue his Nefesh the essence of his Nefeshelik Habam is too. He has to subdue that in order for them not to disturb. And they agree. So, Hein Beshozu. So, at that time, at that point, when he does the mitzvah, at that time of doing the mitzvah, they are Bibchinas Golos Veshena. They are at a level in exile. In other words, exile means they're not home, they can't do what they want. And they're at the AI level, or another expression of Shana. They're sleeping, they're not functioning. The Nefesh HaBahamis is not functioning. What causes the Nefesh is not to function is the moyach of the Nefesh HaLikis that is Shalot Al and forced him to do the mitzvah. Kaniska Khalil, as mentioned earlier in chapter 12. And therefore, now we've taken away the general obstacle that prevents the generally the Shekhinah to be over the person in a general way, which is the fact that he's full with the Nefesh of And therefore, So that's why there is no thing to prevent, to hold back of the Shekhinah resting on the body of the person at that time. Because at that time, there is going to be arresting, Shekhinah is going to come down through the mitzvah that the one is going to do he's going to bring down a general level of Shechinah, and since he subdued the nefesh Shabahamis so the nefesh is, is draws down and is in control and he brings down the ashros the on the body too because the body is not preventing now because it's sleeping the hainu that how is this? The power of the soul that gives life, that particular, that specific power of the living soul, the lost soul that gives life movement to the physical body. basi mitzvah, which is dressed up in doing the mitzvah. To doing a mitzvah requires an energy from the soul that gives life to move around to do. That's a physical requirement of life, a movement of life, which comes to Nefesh Abahamis. So that power that is doing the mitzvah, that is totally Included in the light of Hashem. Because light of Hashem is the mitzvah. He's doing a mitzvah now. And he is united with Hashem's light with a tonal unity because he is doing Hashem's mitzvah. That becomes totally. But then, through the performance of that mitzvah, through this. He brings down a shine, a godly shine to the uh, living soul which is in the whole body. So not only to the one that does the mitzvah, but to the general Shahi Yunis, the Gama Lagufa, Gashmi, and also on the physical body but not at the same level as we say, when you do the mitzvah you're actually included in the V'air and you're united but in a way that it surrounds the whole body surrounding the whole body means it's not physically felt and absorbed by the whole body as the mitzvah, the body, the limb that does the mitzvah, which is absorbed and it is a clear vehicle uh, to the earth Hashem, but in a general way, in a surrounding way, from his head to his toes to his legs, from his head to his legs, the general person is. And why? Because there is no more Nefesh to stop that ability of not allowing the Shekhinah to be there. The Zehu Shekosuv and this is the writing what is said in the Zoyar the precise language that the Zoyar uses, it says that the Shekhinah rests on top of his head versus Bireisha Uh, in his head, or in him, because even though that we say that the mitzvahs bring down the Shechina, the Zoyar apparently is not just talking about that specific area which is affected by the mitzvah, the actual mitzvah itself, but it talks about the general body of the person, the, the, the general idea that the uh, head which is over the person and al beyond the resha, which means it hovers around so that is the level that the zohar is talking about that is accomplished of Ashros HaShchino through the performance of The mitzvah and likewise there's also the language Akol Be'yasoro Shechin that when it says that an old ten, the Shekhinah rests. Now this statement of Akol Be'asoro Shekhin Tesharia that the Shekhinah rests on all ten that means that if there is ten Jews together, there is the Divine Presence over there. That doesn't talk about a situation where the ten are doing a mitzvah, or not uh, involved in a mitzvah, just the fact that there is ten together, then you have the Shekhinah Shariah. So, what, the, what is the al trying to say over here? Since we're saying that the Shina is Sharia without doing a mitzvah, so we have to say that the Sharia is not in a Pneemizdikah way, it's not in an inner way, just like we're trying to say, Sharia Al-Resha, that Al-Resha is a dika way, because it doesn't come down in a Pneemizdikah way, so when it says, over there too, He's talking about a makivdiki level of shechina, and, and that is why it can come down even without doing a mitzvah. Because when you do a mitzvah over there, the shechina that your mamshich is in an inner way; it's in a way that affects the the uh, the, 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 the the part of the, of, of the mitzvah. But since we're talking about over here, that there is also another level of Asherah, Sachechina of the body, which is not the part of what you're doing the mitzvah, but is of the part which is in a way of Makif, which means that you're saying that you draw down a level of Shechina. So the Altar Rebbe says, there is that level of Shekhinah that comes down through the mitzvah on that particular person in the level of Makiv, which the Zohar talks about, with says sharia Al-Reishah. That same level of Shekhinah will come down, Akob shariya if it is a situation that they don't do a mitzvah. But the mitzvah itself brings down also an apnimi now the Rebbe makes a note over here uh, that um, from this it seems that what the Zoyer is talking about as the Rebbe explains it, that through the he is is mamshich, this on this whole body and the whole on the, on the nefesh abamis, nefesh and on the guf. And the Rebbe uh, asks, and this is uh, the Tzorechiyun, that um, it's mashma, since the zoyar gives the reason that a person shouldn't walk four cubits without his head covered, which is really um, a mitzvah all the time. So that means even not at the time that he does a mitzvah. So it would almost it seems like that the since the shchintas shari is the reason for not going without a yarmulke all the time, without a covered a head all the time, so that means that that Shekhin sharia, which is the reason for that, is all the time, but in Tanya here, the al Rebbe is relating this specifically to the asiyas mitzvah that when he's doing a mitzvah is when he's Mamshik down on his uh, on his body, and in the um, In the Zoi, in the other statement of sharia, then it would be Shaloi B'Shaz HaMitzvah. So the Rebbe says it's Tzorichi B'Pirusha Tanya, in the way the Rebbe explains this. And uh, I'm just wondering, uh, isn't the fact that, uh, for example, that he's wearing uh, the Kisoresh itself, A matter of a mitzvah, and the person always has mitzvahs that he does. Even though the Tanya and the Tanya were talking about Asiya a mitzvah with the body and asiyah at at a very specific time, but uh, maybe in a broader sense, he's always doing mitzvahs. And uh, that general idea that a person should not go without the um, without the uh, covering of the head means that the person should, uh, basically, uh, doing a mitzvah, even the uh, gashm to be mamshikh all the time. Again, yeah, you know, I'm just uh, trying to uh, uh, see um, a little bit of the is. But anyways, go weiter. And the Rebbe now says, so now that we're talking about different levels of ashros, ashekhinah, because, hey, we're talking about the Ashram Sashchina. We started off talking about the Nefesh Elikis in the previous prokim, through his meditation, the Ahdus Hashem. Then we went on to explain that through the Asiyah HaMitzvah, that part of the body uh, and, then, and then we explain further that once a person has meditation and he re- recognizes the Ahdus Hashem, the Enid Mulvada, he brings an Ashros Hashkina and his Nefesh like his. And then the Altar Nebbe went on and explained that when he does a Mitzvah, that is the ultimate Ashros because he brings down also on his body, also on the Guf and the Nefesh like Yunus. And then the Alter Rebbe went and explained that from that there is also an extension that happens to the individual on his general Gufa and Yunis through the performance of that mitzvah in a way of a makif. And there is also another type of Shroh hashchina which is not related to the mitzvahs, which is I'll call beyasod shari even without mitzvahs. So it turns out there is various different kinds of shloshas So what is it? It Turns out there is several different shechinas. what does this mean? So the Rebbe quotes from the Gemara as the min asked him, "How many shechinas isluhu?" And he gave him the answer that it's like a sun that shines into the different windows, which means it's not a separate shechinah, the same sun, but it comes to different places in its own way and manifests itself in its own way so the different level the Shina is one but it comes down in a different way in the different uh, by the Nefesh by the and through the Mitzvah each one and that is the way it dresses up specifically the Shina in order to bring about uh, this revelation to to the uh, the B'tachtonim uh, within, the, uh, within the people. So we'll learn inside. All of this level of drawing down the Shekhinah, Gilui Baruchu, which is a revelation of Hashem's blessed infinite light. That means that that comes down in a revealed way so the fact that it's revealed the re- revealed doesn't change Hashem who's revealing it but rather revealed changes the recipient that they can see that was not called a change before the Shina was not there, and now it's there Uh, the Shekhinah is there the question is who is the recipient when there is a recipient it, 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 it comes there the sun shines now if you open up a window then the sun will shine to you if you don't have a window there you're not going to see it but that's not a change in Hashem that first he was not there and now he's there no, that's not what happens. It's also uh, doesn't add anything. It doesn't change. Change would be, even if it's not adding, but it would be uh, from one one way or the other. So nothing changed. It's not like coming from here or being there. or And nothing was added now. Just because there is another place where He is, so does that mean in the different area, does that mean now that before Hashem wasn't there and now He is there? No, that's not at all what it is. What it really is, Hashem is there, the shine, the Ayyu Hashem is there all the time. If we have a proper Kaili, then that Kaili will receive it. So the goof receives it through its way, through the mitzvah, the Nefishilakis receives it through its amshokha, the Nef and, and and so on and so forth. the Isub is Sanhedrin, as we see, the Gemara states in Sanhedrin, and that's a Daflamates. Uh, Omar Aleph over there, the Gemara brings down the Omar min al Gamlil. There was a kind of a, a heretic, a, somebody who was a Min, who was teasing and asked questions about Gamlil. You say that wherever there is 10, there is the divine. So, meaning now we have another divine everywhere. So how many divines do you have? Kamu how many divines do you have? It's an example of the sun, the sunshine that comes into many windows, etc. We don't say that the sun now is in more places than it was before just because you have a window now and it's shining in there. If you break through in a wall and you make a window there, you open up the window, you raise the shade or you create a window, then that sun that is there will come to you. So it's not that you're changing the sun. The sun is not coming to a new place. You are removing the obstacle, and you're opening an area where the sun which is there is shining. The there is finds itself everywhere. But in some cases, we block. We don't allow for that oir to reveal itself to come into us. Once we remove those obstacles... Either through our, by, by becoming less of a yesh, our yeshes, our, yesh, our existence, our mitzias, doesn't allow for the uh, expression and expansion for that light. That's the wall. Breaking the window, making a window in our wall means practicing bittel, practicing humility. Or, in the more level, in the Gashmis, by doing a mitzvah. Doing a mitzvah breaks through and allows for the shina to rest on the actual body does the mitzvah on different levels. Now on the body the limb that does the mitzvah it shines strongly. On the uh, general goof it's in a general way. On Asura Shintisharia sort of it's in a different way. And that is all dependent upon on the different levels uh, that we allow for the Shekhinah to enter out, but it's not a change in the Shekhinah. And the one who understands will uh, learn, will understand this, uh, how uh, the meaning of all this, uh, that it plays out, that it's not a change, but rather it's all up to us, whether how much of us and how we allow, or we remove the obstacles to allow Hashem into ourselves, so that once we become butler, so we become a dwelling place for Hashem.